Hello guys, I am Ricardo de la Blanca. During the last 20 years, I've been working in different parts of the world where I met very interesting people. People who accomplish what seems impossible. People who make mistakes. Fun and passionate people. People from whom we are going to learn what no school or university can teach. We're going to learn from leaders. My lovely Patricia, I'm so, so happy that we finally made this call able. So for the people that don't know Patricia, Patricia is an amazing, amazing entrepreneur, but also a fighter for democracy. It's a real inspiration. We met at Harvard uh, maybe two or three years ago. And from this moment, all the things that he had been doing are simple, amazing. And, uh, and the idea, Patricia, as I told you before, is to inspire people through amazing stories. And I think your story is, is really, really fantastic. And, and also show the people, Patricia, that uh, success is not something that came you know, for free. It's, it's something that came uh, through a positive attitude, uh, keep working every single day and be positive and, and mostly to see every single problem as an opportunity. So Patricia, I love you. I'm so happy to see you again. And please tell me your story. <laughs> Thank you, Ricardo. So, wow, I started business very early. I will say that I'm growing in DRC, Congo, in Kinshasa. Normally, we would say DRC is the richest country in Africa because we have cobalt, uh, diamond, we have uh, gold, we have cotton, you know, like, but unfortunately, it's also one of the poorest country, you know, like in, uh, in the world. And, uh, yeah, so I grew up in a... It's a good family, I would say, you know, I got a good education. And uh, so, but my family is an entrepreneur, entrepreneur family, you know, like since my grandfather, my great-grandfather. So what, but when I was going to the, the school, I think I had the entrepreneur, entrepreneur mindset in me, even when I was very young. So when I was at the, the school, I was selling a cake, a waffle, you know, to my, to my friends, just because I wanted to be independent, you know, I want to have my own money. And, and I was earning, I think, $20 by, by month, what was like a small, uh, my pocket, you know, I would use to buy some stuff. One of my friends shared with me a story three months ago. He said, you know, like when we were asking our father or parents uh, cash, you were the one that you have your own money. You have only 16 years, you know, like, you know, so, yes. So this was my, my journey. And uh, my but, hand... But, but, but you, know, you know what, Patricia, something that all the entrepreneurs have in common is exactly that. They, they start very early to work and to try to find ways to create, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. And, yeah, and, uh, you know, this time really teach me the value of, uh, of money, you know, like also the value of a client service because many, many of my friends that was coming at my, at my class to say, did you bring the cake? Did you bring the waffle? You know, like, and uh, yes, we grew up and after the house school, I, I was like major of my, of my promotion. So I, I, I finishing the high school the very high level. So people, all my, my family friends was telling my father, you need to send your kids 
a board because she's uh, clever, you know, you need to give her opportunity. And I think for one, some reason that my father doesn't, he didn't want to send me a ball. Maybe he was afraid, like I say, you know, like I look young, I have 40, but I look so young. So I think at this time I was looking very young. So I, he was just afraid, you know, like maybe, I don't know, things will not going well for me. So I stay, uh, I stay in DRC. I studied law to the university, the public, international public law. And I loving to do law. Uh, why? Because I was saying I want to do law so that I can, def I can be, uh, act uh, you know, like um, activist to defend, you know, like uh, all those poor people that don't can have uh, cash to offer in a law or something like this. I was saying I want to do law just to defend people that don't have voice. So after my my you know, my five years at the university, my, then my father, they decided to send me abroad to do master. I went, but I come back uh, in, in Congo and I started to work. Finally, I didn't work in the, in the you know, like uh, uh, in the film, lower film. I did like a marketing, which was for McKen, McKen Erickson. So I went, I went to the interview and my boss say, I can see that you have, you are creative, you can work with her because I was telling him how I was selling cake to the, to the school. He said, I really think that you can join us. So I joined them. I was very like a 20 year, 21st year because I finishing the high school early and I finished my law in 21st, uh, when I have 21st order. And so I joined, wow. uh, yeah, I joined uh, McKenna Rickson. After six months, they have decided to send me in Senegal to manage all South Africa, French country for one of the clients was Celtel. And I was also in charge of uh, Philip Morris uh, to manage Malboro. So I think it's really where my journey has manager started. At this time, I forgot being entrepreneur because it was not, you know, it was not my hand that being an entrepreneur, I was saying I would work in an international firm or something like this. And then, I was working so hard in Senegal uh, and abroad, Cote d'Ivoire, uh, all this country. And then my boss said, I want to train you because one day when we open in DRC, I want you to become country manager. Amazing. So I watch. One second, Patricia. You know what? You know that I, I always been in, in the marketing field, uh, having my own agency. And it's absolutely amazing uh, the marketing in terms of understanding and learning from different industries. So for me, for me, the fact of uh, when, when you want to make or, or the only way to do a real good campaign is to really have a deep understanding of the company, but also about the industry. And since we have in an agency different industries, in some way, we are learning and learning a lot it's like a consulting work because at the, in some way we're consulting in communication. So, and, and when, what, what you're saying is amazing as, a, as an entrepreneur. I also feel very um, um, enthusiastic, energetic, um, because I think that being in the marketing field uh, increased my passion for entrepreneurship because you know, I'm learning more about different industries and I'm getting more excited about different things and maybe give me a, a better perspective. So I, I love that you, you pass to the same, uh, to the same path. Yes, and I think 
one of the things that give me, uh, you know, the, the entrepreneurship mindset is because of I working for all those companies. And also, you know, like uh, working on many strategy, Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble, Unilever, uh, Telecom, give me an overall idea of what I wanted to accomplish. Absolutely. You know? And also learn about uh, customer feeling, you know, like how to respond to what customer is waiting for, for the client, you know, like, and also in touch, I was very in touch with uh, the customer. So this is really what the way. So when I come back in Congo to manage the company, they sent me to Congo Brazzaville to launch one of the, the telecom, one of the biggest telecom that were hit. And after six months, those people, they left from uh, like 10,000 clients to like 1 million. And I was in charge of the marketing. And even the owner of the, the Wahi Telecom said, we want you to become our marketing director. I say, I can't be half, you know, like the company we sent me here. I'm not this kind of person. If you don't want to work with our marketing agency, I need to go back, but I can't leave, you know, like the marketing. And this is of one of the things that I really want to, to make accent about the integrity, you know, like, because I knew that my, my boss trained me. She gave me, you know, like all the guidelines. She made me what I, I, I became at this time. So I was not seeing myself leave this company because the client said, we want you to join us. I said, no, I, I prefer to, be, to, be, to stay at like agency. He said, oh, if you don't accept, we will uh, cut off the contract. And the reason why we opened in Brazzaville, it was for them. So if they cut the contract, what means I need to come back? And so I called my father. I say, look, Wari, they proposed me a high level of contract to leave the agency and uh, go with them. They will give me, at this time, I promise you, I was, at this time, I was like a 20, 26 years old. Super John, yeah. a baby. John. And they, yes, they, they proposed me, I will never forget, $10,000, like a salary, house, everything, two tickets by, by year to go to holiday. And all of my friends, they were saying, are you crazy? Accept Patricia. And I was thinking about my boss when I was in, she was saying, Patricia, I'm trusting you. I really want you to manage the company. So I was just, you know, like asking myself, no, I can't do that. So I called my father this evening. I say, look what they proposed me. What do you think? My father, I will never forget. My father said, you are not opportunist. I, I teach you the value of, you know, like the, the value, the work ethic. If they want to, want to work with you, the company, come back. And I remember my father say, I will even take care about your house. And I said, no, 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 I put some money, you know, like I, I have a, I, I, I save some cash, you know, like I can take care about myself. And I knew that I have a good background. I can find another job. Uh, I say, he say, don't accept it. You went with for the agency, and you need to come back with them. So I went to see the CEO of the Wari. They say, um, Mr. Masood, I'm, unfortunately, I, I can't accept it. You know, like I say, I say, are you crazy? You are young, Patricia. You need to think about your career. I say, yes, but my career is not about being a, be a you know, like betray my, the people that trust me. And he said, okay, if you, uh, so if, uh, in fact, that you refuse, I want we cut. I say okay. So I call my boss. I say I want just to tell you that Mr. Wahid uh, proposed me this, and I refused. She say I knew I, I hear about it, and I knew that you will refuse. 
she told me that. She said, we were discussed about on the board of, uh, of the company, some of people that we say, no, she's young, she will accept it. And she was saying, no, 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 I know her, she will never accept it, you know, like, and it said that she trusted me because she saw me in Senegal working with her. So I refused this place and I come back in Congo. And uh, people, everybody was saying that you, you are crazy, how can you refuse? And my boss, and so I come back home, you know, like I was waiting, what will be the next? And one day she called me, where are you? I say, I'm home. Okay, quickly, you need to open the company. We got a big contract with uh, Jezio. You know, Jezio is a black label, it's a, a Smirnoff, all that. And wow. you need to run the company. And this is the journey, my entrepreneur. And she said, I want to give you the share. You will not be a country manager. I want you to become a co-founder of the company in Congo. Amazing. And so this is the way I, 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 I believe, believe it or not, I, I love this part of your life, Patricia, how you were always thinking. And I think the, the people that really want in the long term are the people that really understand that the, 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 real, the real game is in the long term. Is it not in the in the in the in the shortcuts uh, and taking advantage of situations? And I and I love love. I am 100% with you. Loyalty is one of the most important values. And you know what? Even for this guy, for this company that offers that, I'm sure he's going. He right now have a better impression of you because you do not accept that if you were accepted. Because if you do this for your old boss, you're going to do the same for the next one. So it's so important. And you know what, Patricia, I'm, I'm so happy that you take this story and you bring this story to the table because during all these days, I've been talking with killers, you know, CEOs, very smart, very, you know, but all of them have a huge, huge uh, modern responsibility, a huge heart, and they are talking about so much values that I'm impressed. So in, in all this conversation, more than talking about tactics or um, how to increase number. No, no, we are, we are discovering people like you with a huge sensibility, uh, honest people, um, people that we can trust, that, that really build trust in relationship. And I think that this is probably another common fact of leaders. If you want to really become a leader, it's so important that you take care of your reputation and you build these principles. And, and, and a principle is more important than money at what point. And you don't want, it doesn't matter if you go to hell for a month or two months. Keeping the principle in some way is so, so important to become a leader. Uh, and it's something that, that just listening to you and I remember all the other interviews, for example, in terms of the books, oh my God, all my friends that we have shared, some of them, uh, they're sharing not a book of business, a, a, a book of how to be a better father, how to be, so it, it's, a, it's amazing. And I think also, Patricia, that we are going to have soon a better world because the more entrepreneurs, the more people, also you thinking not just in business, also in the social, how I, I told you in Harvard that I want to do your campaign because you're going to be for sure a leader there. <laughs> so we need, this world need political entrepreneurs, people that know how to build a company, know how to build trust, and now bring all this expertise in the political arena. Well, okay, but then, so you, you have this experience, then you open as a partner and a co-founder the agency. Uh, what next? Yes, so the next step, 
when I come back and then she called me, we opened the, uh, the company and, uh, and we got, you know, like it was Diageo, Nestle, we got all the big contracts I would not imagine in my time. I was all the time saying to when, you know, I'm going like a public speaker, I was saying, I earned my first million, I had 30 years, you know, like, because, and it was like quickly, because many clients was coming and uh, they were saying, we know her on the field, you know, like, and it's still they, you know, my, my boss, who is one of my associates, I can't call her my associate. I all the time call her my boss. And she say, I'm not her boss. And she's my boss. You know, because <laughs> she gave me, you know, I say, this woman, you know, d- during the, 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 the YPO GLC, I had my pitch, uh, my talk. I was talking about my journey. I would say, because of one woman, trust me, that is why I create the Women Empowerment Center to also trust a woman, to also to help a woman, because we just need one person to trust us so that we can pave the way for other people, you know, like, so this woman, yeah, this woman, when she trusted me, it was that she gave me the wings, you know, like to soar and go very far. And uh, then, like I say, we opened a company, we had the biggest, the biggest contract. When I say the biggest, I'm working for Samsung, for Coca-Cola, Unilever, Procter & Gamble, tele, all the big telecoms, Celtel, all. And then I had decided, why not I cannot launch my own brand? Why not I can become the next uh, Unilever, the next uh, Procter & Gamble? Because i learning about working on the brand and i say i really want to build a holding inside a holding i have the marketing agency to work to all the strategy of the company but putting women uh, has shareholder of the company but also has my target so my target was i need to create the next millionaire of women because i believe the future is female you know like i believe on women they have strong women they can sacrifice themselves to give back to the community you know like women are not selfish they they think about other people and i will say let let me focus on these uh company what is it like a femme i, I call it femme center only focus on women and then i say because many women when they lose uh, mostly in africa when the husband is there or they divorce they don't know how to go to go on the next level, you know, like, and then that I earn a lot of cash flow. I say, I want to invest in women. I want to open the hub, help those women to go on the next step because he's not in Africa. Every woman are entrepreneur, but going on the scale of the business, this is the big, the big uh, uh, issue, you know, the big challenge. And so I launching the first uh, uh, accelerator woman in Congo to only help a woman to scale up the business. At the same time, we, I, I, I was my dream to have the first uh, woman bank, you know, like in Congo, I say, I need really to work. I, I remember the first time I went to the bank to ask them about a credit. The guy from the bank say, you know, madam, we don't trust a woman, you know, bring us money, we will give you more, you know, like, uh, do you think? And I would just look at wow. him and say, I, I promise you, one day I will become your competitor. He said, oh, madam, you can dream, you know, like, come here, like, uh, yeah, so, and this was my focus, so every time that was saying me, no, I say, no, I need to, I need to overcome this challenge, so I was saying myself that 
all the time I set high level challenge, but I go into this challenge. This challenge make me strong, this challenge, you know, so I don't, I'm not caring about taking a challenge, uh, uh, set off a high goal, you know, and uh, today we are following a lot of women. We launching, you know, the first cabs driving only by women. We launching the first delivery service only uh, delivered by women. We open an academy to train women how to drive a car, to drive a motorcycle. We did, you know, like we are trying all the time to level up uh, women because for me, I say, it's a woman that you trust in me. And, uh, you know, like we, we rise by lifting people. And I really like through my journey, through my work, to lift the people and create more job opportunity, you know, like create more dignity for those people because the hard things in entrepreneur is not having the cash flow to go the next step. You can have a good mindset, you can have a good idea, you are passionate, but the lack of a finance can make you become mean, you know, like because you are very frustrated and you cannot go on the next level. So we positioning our company to be we are there we are the response of your your question we are there you know like just to help you going far because for us he's building the bridge for the future we did it for one woman you know like one woman did it for me i did it for 100 million women now more than five thousand women what means those women that will do the same for other women you i know, love like, it so we yeah it's, it's like a movement it's like a movement Exactly. See, if I'm not there tomorrow, I know that someone else will do that, will continue the journey and the dream, you know, like, because when we build a legacy, it's not for today. It's like we say, if tomorrow we are not there, there is a legacy that will say, because of someone trusting me, that is why I'm trusting people. Love it. Okay, I need to jump in the question, Patricia. So I know that you're a woman, but you need to tell me that. How old are you? Because to understand when do you make the success? Well, <laughs> I'm Go, looking don't worry. I have friends that told me 22, so it's okay. Whatever you say, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I will have a 20. Uh, no, oh, you see, I'm following 24. You. Fantastic, <laughs> love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, I, I'm, yeah, I will have 42 in December, 20 of December. Super, um, uh, yeah, do, do you remember? Do you remember how old you, you were when you made the first penny? So, when you made the first dollar, or, yeah, 15 and 16. I love it. Very early. Um, the first emprendership, imp, 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 so the, the first business that you make or the, the, the first entrepreneurship? In the business? Yes. I say when I, yeah, when we no, open could it. Be, the, could be with friends. Maybe you and a friend making the first entrepreneurship. Wow, this was, oh, I was young, 18. I, I forgot, you know, when I was in the university? I, with my friend, we opened a workshop doing the, the clothes, sewage workshop, doing the clothes for all the students at the university. Because I told you, I, I studied my law in Congo. So I was going to so all the ladies from the university that was coming at our sewage workshop to make uh, African clothes, you know, like, so this, yes, this was my official venture. venture. Love it. Yeah. Okay. What is it, the biggest success in your life, Patricia? Wow. Uh, my biggest success is what I have accomplishing through women empowerment. You know, like my, my joy is seeing all those women become independent. For me, this is a success because it's not miserable. 
you know, like it's just seeing those people being happy, going on the next level, yeah. Okay, the, the biggest failure, because we have many failures, but you have one that you consider the biggest failure in your life? Biggest first was, in, in, in fact, I you know, had my, my coach, you know, like really coach to, to teach me about really what is entrepreneur. You know, like I say, I'm starting like uh, autodig that. And uh, yeah, so I make many mistakes when I started, I start, I started the, the, the company and I learn because of the, the coach. Yeah, so yeah. Got it. Uh, do you have an inspiration or someone that for you is kind of a legend? Yes, there is a lady, the, she's named Folorusu Alakija. She's from Nigeria. She's the second richest, I would say, woman uh, in, uh, in Africa. These ladies show me how can you manage your faith and your business. Yes, she's one of my biggest uh, women that I love. And then Michelle Obama. Love it, love it. Okay, uh, one question. Michelle Obama is, is amazing. Uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday I was with my wife and I saw a video. It, it, uh, the Obamas are very cool in the way how they talk. And, and Obama was saying, uh, for I don't know if you know me, uh, I'm the husband of Michelle. So instead of, instead of saying I'm, I'm Obama, I'm, I said, no, no, I'm the, I'm the husband of Michelle. So, okay, how many days uh, do you make uh, exercise? How many days a week? Uh, three, no, four. I'm a, I'm a good player, tennis player. And uh, yeah, so I'm playing tennis like four times by, uh, by week. Yeah. Okay, uh, do you eat healthy? I try. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> okay. But, no, but, but every morning I drink the detox juice. Every, this is every morning that I have my detox, uh, concumber, uh, apple, and uh, honey. This is the thing, and uh, lemon, lemon and ginger. This is what I drink every morning at 5 p.m. Amazing, amazing. Uh, it, it's funny because I interview and, and you, know, you know my mother from Italy, and for us, the, the, the coffee is like, you know, oh my God, we cannot have the, the nice coffee in the morning. And I was with a, it's a, it's a guy, uh, Roberto Parodi. He's, he's a, a guy that is working in the TV, and he was saying like, how can we change? the beautiful coffee with this lemon and this and that, but, but, it, but you know what, even in my case, I'm, I'm doing that and it's so healthy, you feel so good, it, it, it's incredible. Yeah. Okay, at what yeah. time do you go to sleep? Early, uh, between 9, 9.30, because I wake up also early. And what, at what time do you wake up? 4 a.m., every day, even Sunday, I can't, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm as crazy as you. I'm as crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, what is the best book uh, that if you need to recommend one, what do you think is one of the best books that you read? Actually, my best book is The Becoming from uh, Michelle Obama. You know, like, yeah, this is why, because I'm in the transition of my own life of becoming. And so reading this book really changing many things uh, about myself. You know, like, so this is, uh, and uh, reach, reach that for that. This is a, both of a book is one of the book, the, both the book, yeah, I love it. Amazing. Okay, and the last question, Patricia, in this crazy time of pandemic, this and that, what is the advice that you give to the people that are listening? So first I would say being authentic, you know, being authentic with your team, 
one of the, 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 the success I say all the time is that I communicate the, 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 the way, authentic way to your team. Because it's a journey that you, you are doing with your team. It's not yourself. You know, like when you open the company, you were yours, you, you, you yourself. But now you have a team and we need to talk to them, to bring them into the, the journey so that they can help us, you know, like to, to stay sustainable. Also, second, to be prepared that the things will not be the same. And we need to be kind with ourselves. We did a lot in the past. It's not because of the, the, the pandemic, what is happening, the margin is low, or things that we need to stress for ourselves. One of the things that I, I, I did during the lockdown, I just take a long holiday in my house. And I never was so happy in my life being just at home, sleep, watch Netflix, because I never had time to stop, you know, like, so this is one of the, 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 the advice, be kind with yourself. It's normal that we cannot make the more margin that we did the last past years, you know, like, so this is really something, it's happened, we will go, we will soar, maybe next six months, next year, but we need accepted what is happening right now and it will be less stressful. Instead that being a very, a living in accepting things, you know, like. And uh, the last question, we need to think, how can we change our company being a, a, a purpose business company? You know, because the pandemic teach us being more human. We saw all those people in the U.S. was outside to pray for all the nurse, all the doctor inside. You know, like I think the pandemic changed our way to think, our way to react. We are less selfish. We are thinking about people. We are more humanity. And we need also to redesign our, our company because pivoting and changing a business model during the pandemic can be very effort for us, you know, but we need, we should not be afraid to change. And how can we pivoting a combiner uh, or company? And the last thing, diversification. We need to diversification or, or, or company. One of the things that make me uh, happy and make me, I'm not trustful today is because like uh, three years ago, when I have decided to launch, not just to be focused on the marketing agency, but launched the, the transportation company, launched the FMCG company. He's the FMCG and the transportation company will help us to stay sustainable because we can use our car to make delivery. We can use our car to bring people to the hospital and we can use our FMCG uh, to give like toilet paper, uh, tissue. You see diversification is something really that we need to think so that we can stay sustainable in long term. Fantastic, Patricia. Thank you very much. I love you. Hope to see you soon. Um, be safe, okay? Thank you for this call. I hope to see you next year in Avon. 100%. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye, Ricardo. Bye-bye.